0: I Aleph Amid Aleph, choosing to be excluded. We live in a time where inclusiveness is a big issue, it's a big deal, and, and not being exclusive is, is a big deal. Uh, but there are different types of inclusivity and exclusivity. And in fact, you cannot really have inclusivity if you don't have a measure of exclusivity. What would you be including someone into, into if... There is no exclusion. If everybody is included, then that's not called inclusion. So, in a sense, you cannot have inclusivity or inclusion without exclusivity. And uh, today we look at some of the um, the ideas around around this, around inclusivity and exclusivity, especially the idea that sometimes people choose not to be included. In Yechez Kilperik Memdalad, we've got three different categories of people referred to. Uh, Hashem is saying through Yechezkel that when you um, bring these people who are foreign people, uncircumcised parts and uncircumcised bodies. And it's these three ideas that we'll be touching on. Today, the Gemara says in, in Zavachim, what really is the meaning of the word b'nei maybe, ne'char? Maybe it's talking about a non-Jew specifically, Talmud Lomar, but it's just qualified and it's saying, no, it's an attitude, it's, it's an uncircumcised heart that is the problem. This is not about race. The, in this case, Hashem is excluding from service in the temple, uh, people who have uncircumcised hearts, and what does then b'nei ne'char mean? This word that is qualified by the term explains the Gemara. ben So, what does the word ben nechar mean? His actions have become estranged uh, to his father in heaven, to to Hashem. And uh, Rashi there and Rashi in our Gemara says that a person who is who converted out of Judaism, who worked away from, uh, from his Yiddishkeit and joined another religion, that's a, a Ben Nechar. So he, he is a Jewish person because you can never really resign from being Jewish, um, but he's not, not only is he not practicing Jewishness, but he has openly decided to follow a, a different religion. That's a Ben Nechar, who is also called an Ariel Lev, um, who cannot serve in, in the temple. Uh, with that, we understand our Gemara a little bit better, and the Psukim, the verses on which our Gemara is based and around which they revolve. Our Gemara says, Now that you've established that this is the bottom of the Ayin Aladalef, now that we've established that the word "bo," when it, "bo" means in in this case, in this at this time, in this, it's a very specific indicator. And when the Torah says bo, you can learn something exclusive from it. Something is being left out. Uh, and so how does that apply? If, if we're so specific about that word bo, then kol ben lo yochal bo lamali. Why then does it say kol ben Every ben uh, nechar, as we've described, somebody who has left the, the religion may not eat it, meaning the korban pesach. What does bo mean? What does it come to exclude? So let's look at the psukim. Uh, in Boy. This is the law of the Pesach. I'm going to give you now the principles around the Korban Pesach. And the first one is, It's interesting that the very first law regarding the Korban Pesach is one of exclusion. A Ben Nechar may not participate, may not eat in this uh, as, as part of the service. And the Unculus um, translates that as, It's not talking about a non-Jew. It's a Jew that has converted. And the Meshacham explains that must be so because it wouldn't be talking about a non-Jew because the mitzvahs of the Torah are not given to non-Jews. They're only given to Jews. So why here specifically would it say that a non-Jew doesn't participate, cannot participate? And he shows it also doesn't mean that a Jewish person shouldn't feed the the Korban Pesach to a non-Jew to enable the non-Jew to eat from the Korban Pesach. That's also not what it means. So it must mean... Um, a, a Jew, and what kind of a Jew? Why is he called a Ben nechar? Because uh, he has turned away and his actions have become strange, estranged from Hashem. One becomes estranged from Hashem through one's actions, not, not through one's thoughts, uh, generally speaking. And here this is a person whose actions demonstrate that he no longer, longer wants a part in, in Hashem's world. So yeah, we have a principle of exclusivity, but this is not racial exclusivity. This is not, you cannot join because you're a non-Jew. Yes, this, this um, korban is specifically for Jewish people and there are many reasons for that, why this is specifically so. But the exclusivity or the exclusion that we're talking about here is about one who has excluded himself. And that's the whole idea of the Ben Rasha, the, the wicked son on, uh, at, the, at the Seder night in the Haggadah, where we say to the wicked son, Bavu zea, we exclude him. Not because we're excluding him. There is such a thing as you exclude yourself. And that is something we need to be more conscious of today, where there's such a focus on, on tolerance and inclusion um, one doesn't have to be tolerant of bad choices, of people who choose to be counter, of people who choose to exclude themselves, of people who choose to be undermining and negative. The idea of, of tolerance is to be tolerant of people who are different because that's the way they are, that's the way they're born, but people who choose their differences. And in that choice there is a nitnak ruma asavla avivsheba he is choosing to do something that estranges him from Hashem. That is an act of exclusion, but it's not us, us excluding him or her for that matter. It's it's him excluding himself that, that this applies to. Um, the Targum Yonas on that, on that posh says it's talking about Jew and non-Jew. And uh, Rashi says as well, Jew and non-Jew. But the Ramban says there's no reason to refer to to a Jew in that situation. We're talking specifically... Uh, about a, a non Jew, and then the Gemara goes on looking at the, the next pasuk, and the next pasuk is v'asa pesach etc. This is just a few pasukim further on, still on the korban pesach, and there we're told kol areil an uncircumcised person may not eat of the korban pesach, um, and. That means, explains the Targum Yonatan and Rashi, we talk about somebody who couldn't have a bris, as we learned yesterday, his brothers might have died in Bruce. so he has a physical impediment. He's just uncircumcised, but it's not necessarily an uncircumcised heart that we're talking about. And so the Gemara says, um, in, in such a case, uh, it's true that, that in the first case where we're learning about a Ben Nechar, it's more in the case of, of Korban Pesach that excluding oneself from the Jewish people excludes you from participating in the Korban Pesach. But when it comes to Truma and Maseh, which are very closely aligned to the Korban Pesach, we learned from the Gezerah Shava yesterday, after Sakhir, that there are many laws that apply both to Truma and Maseh, to the food, especially for the Kohen and Levi, and the uh, Korban Pesach, but this law is not l- learned for both. This is a specific law for Korban Pesach, but when it comes to Truma and he's allowed to eat from Truma and And so the Gemara goes on to discuss the, the, the different Sukhim. But one of the things I want to m- make note of is this idea of arel, an arel lev and an arel basar, the idea of an uncircumcised heart, and uncircumcised um, body. What does it mean? Uh, to have an uncircumcised heart, or to be uncircumcised altogether. And here we come to one of the very fundamental differences between Jewishness and non-Jewishness. When it comes to Jewishness, we don't accept uh, a principle or an idea that is very uh, widely held today, that the highest value is to be natural, to be yourself, to be authentic, uh, just to to be what you are. An eight-day-old baby is already modified. You're not the way you were born. You were born naturally. To being uncircumcised means natural. Being circumcised means you've, you've gone beyond your nature. Uh, you've, you've tamed your nature. You've cut your nature back. Uh, that's a completely different idea of our relationship to being natural. So an arel, an, an uncircumcised person, is a person who has not fulfilled that mitzvah of modifying his natural state into a state as designed by Hashem, not designed by nature. It's, an, it's a fascinating idea that in a sense, although nature is, is so perfect, but not from, from a perspective of Kedushah, that the human being brings Kedushah to nature. There isn't natural kedusha in nature. Some people will say, I like to daven out in nature, I find it so holy, I go out to nature. No, you find it natural, and natural is beautiful. And, and yes, one can uh, can align to all sorts of beautiful thoughts and ideas and one can meditate very peacefully out in nature. But Kedusha, you find Kedusha where human beings have elevated nature, where human beings have built a shul, have built a beta medrash uh, That's not just an empty field, that's actually technology coming and, and building and modifying and changing with an intention that this change should be dedicated to a higher purpose, that this change should be dedicated to Hashem. Uh, that's what we do, and that's the Brit Milah. And real Leiv is somebody whose heart is left as it was, left natural, left authentic in the most primitive sense of the word authentic. When we say authentic, we mean authentic to our souls, not authentic to our bodies. When we say this is an authentic human being, is somebody who's living in Kudusha according to that which his soul is capable of. His highest purpose and his highest being—that's authenticity. But just to be the animal that you're born in, in a natural sort of wild way—that's not the idea of, of of the of the Torah. That's not the idea of of Brit Avraham of being included in that covenant of Hashem. And we, are Jewish people, are born into that. Converts willingly uh, adopt that that approach. But if we're a, Jew, a Jewish person, opts out of it. And, and just wants to be natural and, and simple. That's called Hamarat right, that. Dat. And we need to understand that staying Jewish, when there's enormous pressure not to be Jewish, uh, of course, in the uh, in earlier days, whether when it was the uh, Inquisition and the Spanish expulsion and times before that and times after that, there was enormous pressure on Jewish people to convert. It was the norm, it was the elite thing to do. The, the church was so powerful uh, and so prestigious and Jewish people were so on the upper end opposite end of the spectrum of prestige that there was enormous pressure and then when there was actual physical pressure and threats and and possibilities of death and torture uh, the tendency to want to convert was was enormous uh, we can't really imagine what that was like and so not converting staying Jewish that's Brit Avraham. That's being supernatural. The natural thing is just to let go, to be an real life, and to be, me, 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 to uh, give up one's religion and just do what everybody else is doing. And even today, although we don't have that physical compulsion that was in, the, in those times, we don't, we don't have that and, and this freedom of religion, but there isn't really, because there is such social censorship. That if one doesn't adopt the beliefs of the day, if one doesn't adopt the language of the day, the values of the day, one is excluded. In this very society of tolerance and inclusiveness, uh, society is very quick to exclude people who don't abide by, uh, by, by that particular agenda. If you look at the secular liberal agenda, you need, if you're not part of that, you're out of it. Yeah, and even within our own community, within, within Torah, there are... So many communities that are very censoring in in terms of who is included and who isn't included. Um, So so to be faithful to one's belief, to be faithful to Halacha, to be faithful to Torah is not something natural, it's something supernatural. Um, And when we opt to just go with the flow and be natural and do that which is comfortable and easy, that in a sense is an arel leiv. And the Korban Pesach is a specific celebration of people who've gone far and way beyond their nature and accepted a a higher way of being, a higher way of living, serving the highest God of all.